0: This is Detroit Trade Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm glad you've tuned in. Since the week of July 4th, we've been talking every week on this show about the U.S. Constitution and how it affects all of our lives here in America. Our 2021 WDET book club reading of the Constitution has been an exploration of the promise and the failings and the future possibilities of the American experiment. Today is Constitution Day in our country. On this day 234 years ago, the Founding Fathers signed the document that created the framework for a new nation. Today also happens to be Citizenship Day in the United States, a day where we celebrate what it means to be a citizen of our country and celebrate those who have become, or in, or in the process of becoming, new citizens, either by coming of age or by naturalization. Today on Constitution Day and Citizenship Day, we cap off our weekly conversations about the Constitution by talking about citizenship. Throughout the summer, we've talked with some of the leading legal scholars about the law and our founding documents, but today we want to spend the rest of the hour talking with two people with some of the most important insights on what it means to be a citizen of this country. Carlos Herrera and Jacqueline Arnold are new citizens of America, originally from Venezuela and Canada, respectively. They were naturalized here in Detroit over the summer, and they join us now to talk about their journey to becoming Americans. Carlos and Jacqueline, welcome to Detroit Today.
1: Thank you. Good morning.
0: So Morning. first, I want to just say congratulations to you both. Uh, we're going to get into both of your stories shortly. But first, I'd like both of you just to reflect a bit on what being an American citizen means to you as someone who chose to become one. Jacqueline, uh, I'll start with you.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Um, it, it was a very important process to me. Um, I've was educated here for my post secondary education and have made my career here and my family here um through a course of a series of events and you know having that capstone process to say that I'm legitimate I've paid my dues um I'm part of the fabric of America um I intend to you know spend my rest of my future years here and my children's lives are here it just it was um it was definitely a Celebratory day, but it was a calming reassurance that you know we've you know finalized that journey and 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 know the direction of my future. So it was it was a it was a very exciting moment for hmm. for me and for my family.
0: Hmm. Uh Carlos Herrera, tell us about this moment uh, where you become uh, an American citizen uh, by choice.
2: Well, thank you, Stephen. I think I'm um, relate really a little bit to the what she said, and always the culmination, basically, of a long life dream that started many, many, many years ago, and and, and, and that was a day that uh, day where we took the oath. It was uh, a very emotional day, and like I said, the culmination of a journey of trials and, and, and many different experiences and, and and feelings that come along with it. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, so Carlos, you're originally from Venezuela. Can you talk a little bit about what your experience was like living there and how and why you came to the United States?
2: So I um, I normally uh, explain the, the, the reasoning for my desire to come here with just a better quality of life. Um, I, I was born and raised in Venezuela and then and those are really treasure memories that you have growing up your family where you grew up and things like that and but I wanted something different I wanted something more I wanted um, a pl- uh, I wanted a different um, setting to to create my life and and, and and to fulfill dreams that I had so this was um, a place that uh, I visited uh, growing up and was the one that I Got a certain attachment to, I had family living here for over 30 years. And, and that's why kind of, I chose uh, this country.
0: Hmm. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, you're originally from right across the Detroit River in Windsor, Ontario. Uh, tell us a bit about what brought you to live in America and uh, what made you decide not to want to be in, uh, in Canada where you were born.
1: Um, sure. The, it began um, with uh, my education. Um, uh, I met my husband, and his mother was a radiographer, um, so x-ray tech. And when we were looking for schools, um, you know, being newly married, we could either drive, you know, three hours to London, or I could cross the bridge and go to Henry Ford Hospital School of Radiography, and it would only be, you know, a 15-minute drive. Um, you know, I knew there were a lot of opportunities for um, positions as well in the states once I finished my education. and it you know being the land of opportunity, it was like the perfect marriage of uh, you know convenience that was close, and I could achieve my goals and not have to uh, sacrifice a whole lot. Um, as time went by, and I moved from um, one position to another, throughout the hospital system and throughout different um, clinics, it became clear that this was the direction that my career was best suited for, that you know, I had more opportunities than more, most of the people I knew that were working in the Windsor hospitals, in the radiology departments at least. And it uh, eventually I had a, a job at Basha Diagnostics where my boss, Dr. Basha, you know, encouraged me consistently. He was an immigrant from Syria and would say, you know, move here, move here, move here. You know, you can do this, you can do that. You know, there's so many more opportunities and chances for you. And he really, you know, put my mind at ease that he came from so far away and knew nothing where, you know, this was a little bit easier transition. It's really only 20 minutes. I speak the language. There's enough differences to be different. But um, he really kind of set that ball in motion and uh, made that, you know, a reality for me. And, you know, and that's, that kind of set our ball in motion. And here we are.
0: Hmm. So I, I always say that I think as people who are born here in America, like I was, uh, the whole idea of immigration and what it looks like and how it works uh, is is often uh, kind of elusive. I mean, we just don't experience it, obviously, but we also don't understand a lot about how it how it works. Um, so I want to talk just a little about how that worked for, for the two of you. And start with you, Carlos. You came here on something called uh, a diversity visa. Uh, can you explain for our listeners uh, what that is and what role that played in you being able to come to America?
2: Um, the diversity visa program is a program from the U.S. government that what it does is it offers it opens the opportunity for those countries with the least amount of immigrants coming into the United States to have the uh, opportunity to apply for a permanent resident uh, permanent residency, and uh, Venezuela happens to be one of those. When I applied, and this is what it's, this program is what's commonly known as the green card lottery, and, and I believe it's called lottery because it is a, it is a it is a process that. Well, there there's millions, millions of applications sent through this program, and just only a, a, a small amount is is chosen to continue through that process. So I think that's why it, it's referred to as a lottery. But but it, it, it uh, this program offers, like I said, those countries who don't have a great fluctuance of uh, immigrants to the United States to have the opportunity to. Um, become part of that process and, 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 and come uh, and, and live here in, in a permanent uh, residence manner.
0: Hmm. Uh, and, and Jacqueline, uh, talk about the decision to become an American citizen. Uh, you explained why you came to this country, but why was it so important to you to become an American uh, and not be uh, a Canadian?
1: So as the final, you know, path after, you know, student visa, then I did TN visa, then I had the green card, Um, my husband and I, we actually debated back and forth, you know, what are the benefits, are there any drawbacks, Um, you know, what, you know, because we can't predict the future, we don't know where where we'll end up, Um, you know, my two children were born at Henry Ford, I had high-risk pregnancy, so it was, I was grateful for the opportunity to have great care, which, you know, inadvertently made them American um, as well. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, what if, who knows, right? Future green cards get renewed every 10 years. What if things changed? What if they've established their friendships, their college careers, their adult careers here? And, you know, one day Dave and I can't, um, you know, participate in that any longer because we need to be told to go home. You know, we've established this as our home. This is really all my kids have known because they were young when we crossed over, um, And there really weren't any drawbacks. Um, You know, there's tax implications, of course, but, you know, those are nominal compared to all of the, you know, life benefits of um, security, peace of mind. Um, And in the current culture, I'm with the way the world is right now. I can't be more grateful than to be here, you know, these these last couple of years, especially.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to continue this conversation with Jacqueline Arnold and Carlos Herrera, two new Americans, people who recently became Americans. Uh, we're talking about them uh, with them on Constitution Day and on Citizenship Day here in America. We want to hear from you, the listeners, during this conversation as well. What does it mean to you to be an American? Are you proud for instance, to be a citizen of this country, what are some of the things you think America represents and provides for citizens that you wouldn't find in other countries. We especially want to hear from you if you are, like Jacqueline and Carlos, an immigrant to this country. Why did you choose to come to America and start a new life? Are you a citizen or are you someone who has Permanent, uh, uh, permanent status here uh, as an non-citizen. Talk about that decision, about why you are an American or not. 313-577-1019 is the number here on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to Facebook and Twitter and put comments there. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. It is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. I've got two special guests with us today. Jacqueline Arnold and Carlos Herrera are two new Americans. They recently became American citizens. We're talking to them because it is Constitution Day and Citizenship Day here in America. We're talking to them about their journeys to this country and why they decided to become citizens. We also want to hear from you. Uh, What do you think about this country? Uh, What do you think about the values of this country? What's important to you about being an American citizen? Are you proud to be a citizen of this country? And what are some of the things that you think being an American represents uh, and things that you are able to enjoy or experience that you wouldn't find in other countries we especially want to hear from you if like Jacqueline and Carlos you are also an immigrant to this country Why'd you choose to come here? And are you a citizen or are you somebody with permanent visitor status uh, who does not want to be American citizen? Uh, call us and talk through with us what that decision looks like. As always, the number here on the phones is 313 577 1019. That's 313 577 1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, and uh, we will try to work you into the conversation that way. Uh, Jacqueline, I want to pick up uh, where we kind of left off right before the break when you were deciding, you were talking about the decision to become uh, an American citizen, uh, and you talked about it being uh, particularly poignant that it's happened over, over the past year. I wonder uh, if what you're referencing there is uh, the pandemic and all the upheaval uh, that we've all experienced uh, Correct. Yeah. As, a res- as a result of that.
1: Um, so it's been particularly challenging living as close as I do to Windsor that, you know, once we moved here, which is now we're going on almost eight years ago, um, being able to drive to visit family, you know, in 20 minutes, you know, given border constraints, um, and we would visit you know, every couple of weeks, so it's been extremely difficult with the covid and the border being shut down, not having seen family for nearly a year and a half. But at the same time, if I mirror their experience with mine, I have a world of freedoms that they do not. um you know, my brother lives in Toronto, right in the you know epicenter, it's it's uh, one of the most highly populated regions in in Canada, and he's not allowed, you know, outside of his apartment. Um, he was literally in lockdown into the, you know, it was a one it was a studio apartment. So he's in one room for eight months, you know, not allowed to leave except to get um, to get medical help or food because um, his he was uh, in a position that was closed down um, due to lack of foot traffic, so he wasn't able to work. And you know, just you know, he wasn't even allowed to walk a pet. Like, so we didn't own a dog. So, if you did, you could go a kilometer from your house. Uh, but if you didn't own a pet, you couldn't leave at all. So, just to uh, you know, have daily and weekly conversations with him about his experience compared to mine, compared to my relatives that are in Windsor. Um, I'm so grateful. Um, you, know, you know, COVID's been terribly scary for so many, but to have had so many more freedoms and opportunities here. Um, We're just, you know, I count my blessings every day that uh, I'm here and not there, Hmm. especially now.
0: Wow, wow. Uh, Again, 313-577-1019 is the number here on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to Facebook or Twitter for comments there, and uh, we'll work you into the conversation. Let's go to Joseph in Waterford. Joseph, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me over. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, you know, I' give a little input. Uh, I moved here from Puerto Rico about 40 years ago, and I raised my family here, and, uh, uh, you know, America has been great to me and my family. I
0: have uh, uh,
2: four children. They all have a, a college education because of the opportunity that, that
0: I have here.
2: I was able to open my own business, and I just want to let the audience know that we live in a great country, regardless to all this craziness that's going on right now. we this is a great country, and uh, they should appreciate it, and, and and they should really love it because, uh, you know, the, we do have some great opportunities. That, that's all I wanted to say. So.
0: Hmm. Yeah, uh, Joseph, I really appreciate the call uh, and the comments. Uh, I, I, we should make uh, clear, though, that uh, Puerto Ricans are uh u.s citizens and uh you are not an immigrant <laughs> to this country you're someone who moved from puerto rico uh to the mainland here in the united states but uh you have been a citizen uh since since you were born but uh but i really appreciate the story about why you came uh to southeast michigan and uh, the opportunity that you feel like you've experienced uh, since you've been here so uh, uh carlos uh, i also want to give you a chance to talk about what uh, the last year has has been like, and the upheaval of the the pandemic, and whether that had much of an influence uh, on your decision to to finally just become a citizen? And it did.
2: and um, its it, it was basically because of when um, the pandemic started back in May um, around uh, the beginning of 2020. Um, many of us I was uh in the position of having to be furloughed from work. And um, even though there were many great opportunities from uh from the US government to help those going through this transition, um we we were fearful that some of these programs that we could participate in could influence or negatively affect our status within the US. And after many, many many, many hours and days of research, we were able to find out that thankfully it was not going to impact, but we said, let's just take that final step right now in, in order for us to protect what we have built since we got here and, and 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 secure kind of our future on a legal, permanent basis because we've decided this is going to be our home, uh, hopefully for, for the rest of our lives.
0: Hmm. So Carlos, also, Uh, When our producers talked with you before the show, you brought up something that was said by the person who officiated your naturalization ceremony last week here in Detroit. Uh, What did that person say and why was it so powerful to you?
2: A very beautiful comment that the supervisor who uh, preceded the ceremony of oath uh, said, he said, um, this country is forged and it's made by immigrants. He said, uh, we are welcoming you into our family because if we look far enough in every single one of us, we are going to find that we're all immigrants at some point. If we look way, way, way back, we said there are very few uh, citizens these days, there are full-blown Native Americans. So in some way or to another, everyone is um, an immigrant, and that's how this country was formed. We, uh, he, he said also something really, really powerful, beautiful. He said, we're not asking you to give up your nationality, I mean, your um, country of origin. We're not asking you to give up your religion. We're not asking you to give up your customs we're just asking you for allegiance to the United States and bringing those experiences, bringing those customs, what it does is it enriches the country as a whole. Mm. It, it, it brings out a sense of more culture and, and better understanding of the world as a whole, more so than just the little place where we all live. And, and the and the things that we see on a daily basis, so yeah. it was really beautiful
0: what say, yeah, I mean there's this uh strong sense not just of welcoming in uh, what that official said to you but 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 also of optimism uh, about what what lies ahead for you and the other people who were were naturalized that day uh Jacqueline, I wonder if if you had similar kinds of feelings or experience uh, when you were there uh, swearing allegiance to uh, to the united states and taking the oath
1: i think i did um I, I the u.s and canada are often portrayed as so similar though there are you know many subtle differences um but on that day you know in a room of there was 40 of us and you know, we were from scattered, you know, nations all over the world to be in, you know, the same place for the same purpose, um, you know, all showing our patriotism and our desire to be here and support what the U S stands for and to support the constitution and kind of be like, it was like a community of people that all were together. It was, it was, and it was really interesting and emotional day. Um, you know, people were all grinning from ear to ear, um, And I was lucky enough, I did mine just before the 4th of July. So, you know, I celebrated the 4th of July. Gangbusters, friends brought all kinds of flags and decorations. And I got, you know, outfits and earrings and hats. And, you know, just it was such a special day. Um, It was, it really meant, I think it means, you know, a lot to people that are choosing the path. Um, you know, of course, you know, people are born into it and that's, you know, they tend to, I think, maybe take it for granted. And I think the, the immigration path and us sharing our story just, you know, hopefully will remind in a week and awaken all those that got it, you know, organically by their parents and, you know, make them realize how lucky they are to have been, you know, born into this place, this land of opportunity, this you know, patriotic land of the free, home of the brave, and all those corny things that you that really mean <laughs> a lot more once you've, you know, gone through this process. You're like, yeah. yep, yep, I'm part of this team. I'm, I'm one of them now.
0: And, and Jacqueline, does that make you optimistic about this country and its future, even given all of the challenges that, uh, that we have and struggle with?
1: It does. I, you know, in the world we live in with as busy as everyone is, with as many distractions, you know, be it TV and sports and children and schooling and jobs, et cetera. um, I think, you know, the core, when you get down to it, everyone wants to be happy with where they live. They want to be able to support, you know, the direction their country is going. And I think when it comes down to it, um, I think the majority of Americans more so than, well, at least I can only compare it to Canada are so much more. Patriotic and engaged in their process. Um, I used to, when I was a kid and we'd come over here shopping, you know, for the day, I would see flag after flag after flag on people's porches and on their lawns and flagpoles at businesses. And it just always amazed me as a memory, you know, just going back 30 years, I would see, you know, one or two Canadian flags for on a business, maybe one on a house. Um, but over here, it was, you know, tons, you know, every third house had something that they were displaying their pride. So, um, it's, I think that d- deep down, um, Americans all possess that. And if it needs to be, you know, woken up a little bit so that everyone, you know, reengages and, you know, participates more in their community and, and in their, um, in their, uh, you know, processes and their elections and, and, um, volunteering and all those, things that make a community strong and, and uh, prosperous, I think, you know, there's hope on the horizon.
0: Yeah. Uh, Carlos, we've only got about a minute left, but uh, I want to get your sense of whether you're optimistic about this country and its future as you become an American.
2: Absolutely. I think uh, that sense that uh, Jacqueline had an experience, I think there, there's a great love for this country of many, many people I've met countless people born here in the United States and it's just been beautiful, beautiful souls and I think we just need to spread that that love for it more, just have a little bit of courtesy and a little bit of respect to one another and just that is going to be the foundation, the core foundation that's going to make everything else on top of it just better because of it. Just be kind to each other and, and, and that it, yes, this is there is a very better future for all of us here, absolutely.
0: Okay, Jacqueline Arnold and Carlos Herrera, again, congratulations on Becoming Americans. And thank you so much for joining us here on Detroit Today to tell your citizenship story. Thank you, Stephen. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. Come back Monday when Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib joins the program. We're going to talk about Uh, all the things that are going on in Washington with her. Uh, Detroit Today is produced by Jake Neer and Anna-Marie Seisling. Our program director is Joan Isabella. Our technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. And our associate producers are Nora Ryan and Sam Corey. Detroit Today's music is created by Sam Bobian and Will Sessions. This is 1019 WDET-FM, Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again on Monday.